Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, the actual play RPG podcast where the gaming table is always set for two. I'm your host as always, Jeff Stormer, and this week on the show, I am joined by Max Newland for a game of Broken. Broken is a tabletop role-playing game of tragic romance for two players about broken objects and broken hearts. Together, you'll create two characters in a relationship, and over the course of ten scenes, you will explore the ways in which the things you loved about each other crack until everything about the relationship is broken, including ten real-life physical objects that you break over the game's ten scenes. This game is beautiful. It is powerful and emotional, and it combines these really intense scenes of people falling out of love and running into the realities of being in a relationship with the sheer transgressive, dangerous joy that comes from like literally taking an object and breaking it right in front of you. It's so sick. This game rules. The game is currently crowdfunding on itch.io. You can find more information at apongames.itch.io, or you can go to bit.ly slash brokengame, capital B, capital G, or, as always, check the show notes for more information. Max is one of the hosts of After School Anime Club, a podcast that is part game show, part anime rewatch podcast with a specific focus on shows that were airing in the 90s and 2000s, which is a particular sweet spot for when, I mean, that was when I was in school, that was when I was binging a lot of anime on Toonami and Cartoon Network, so it is a show that is occupying a very special place in my heart. Max is also a tremendously talented voice actor, podcast editor. You can find more about all of his work at maxnewland.com or, as always, check the show notes for more information. Now, two important disclaimers before we dive in. One, a content warning for intense scenes of relationship turmoil. Like I said, this is a game about a relationship falling apart and it does end in a breakup. There is no avoiding that. Listener discretion is advised. Two, on an audio processing standpoint, this episode does include live audio of things being ripped, snapped, torn, and smashed with a hammer. If you have audio processing issues that might cause problems hearing any of those things, know that before going into the episode. And with all that said, let's throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. Uh, this week, I am so beyond excited to be sitting down with Max Newland. Max, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. Hello, it's me, and I'm very glad to be here, Jeff. Thank you. I could not be more excited. I This recording, I have been, I was like, I was excited about it. I was all jazzed up, and every step of the way, every step of like gathering the materials and getting ready to do what we're about to do on mic has just gotten me so much more excited, and like, I think that you and I are going to have some fun today. I think there's a really wonderfully fun aspect of picking through some things and thinking, what do I have no attachment to, but is still somewhat potent? Yeah, I think that's good, and I'm excited. Um, So real quick, before we talk about uh, the things that we're going to break today, spoiler alert, um, why don't you take a moment and let our lovely listeners at home know about anything you've got going on that you might want the audience at home to know about? Well, uh, you can hear me, uh, you can hear my voice on the podcast After School Anime Club, it is a combination game show and a rewatch podcast focused on anime specifically localized in the United States and Canada in the 90s and 2000s. So kind of a nostalgia show, kind of a game show, mostly just a lot of fun that I have with two of my friends. Uh, I'm also available for podcast editing and voiceover work, and you can find uh, my rates and samples at maxnewland.com. 
Uh, you can also, uh, if you'd like to hear some of Max's uh, voice acting, you can hear both of us on a Princess Bride table read from the Moonshot stream. I believe that is on YouTube now. Uh, it's what good, fun. and you should. It was great. It was good, and you should go listen to it because it was a very special recording. Max, I'm so excited for today's game. This is going to be great. This is going to kick I ass. I agree. I think it's going to be great. So today we are playing Broken, a tragic romance game uh, by Ben Wallace. I am so freaking excited for this. Um, I've been I I've been uh, working as a marketing consultant a little bit on this game, and I've been talking to Ben about it and hearing like the pitch for it and like seeing it come to life. It is, like, an intense and emotional and beautiful game, but, like, also, it is just a game that, like, has taken some, like, really poetic ideas and just made them gorgeous and beautiful and just really fun. It's good. It's, I'm excited. So the premise of Broken is it is a tragic romance game for two players. We are going to play a, uh, a the story of a breakup. We are going to play two people who enter into a relationship and feel all the energy and excitement of that relationship. We are going to feel that relationship uh, crumble and uh, burn and like the things that we became enchanted with, we are going to become disenchanted with. And over the next 10 scenes, we are going to see this relationship go from like the early days, the happy days to that final breakup conversation. And as this is a game about broken relationships, broken people, broken hearts, uh, and per the title of the game, we're going to be breaking some shit. Broken. I, <laughs> I'm i really excited. Um, per the mechanics of the game, Max and I have both gathered up five items, and uh, we're going to physically break them after each, after each scene, so get ready to hear some audio of stuff getting broken. Uh, this is an ambient audio experience that I could not be more excited about. All right, so I think to actually dive into the game, before we do that, let's talk safety stuff, because obviously this is an emotional course, and intense game. Um, the most important safety tool that we have is that we are both approaching this in good faith with each other's care in mind. Our own safety and comfort is more important than the game. We use cut and break on the show, which are safety tools uh, for verbal cues. Uh, if we want to stop the scene hard for any reason and say, like, uh, we need to fade to black, we can say cut and we'll stop the we'll stop the scene altogether. Or if we want to gradually fade, if we're like getting close to something, we can say, hey, let's break on this and we'll kind of gradually move. And we can call those on specific scene elements. The scene as a whole, you know, uh, the open conversation is in play. Uh, and we also have lines and veils in play. Um, we've kind of talked a little bit about this uh, before, Mike, but I'll say it openly. Um, I'll, I'll go over my lines and veils briefly just to give us an idea of what's on the table or what's off the table. Rather, lines are things that are hard off limits and veils are things that we will have but we'll approach uh, at arm's length. Um, I have a few veils that like, I'm not really going to go into because they're not going to come up in the game. But uh, <laughs> my big lines are uh, no sexual assault, no harm to uh, non-fantastical animals, no harm to children. And uh, for the purposes of this particular game, I'm not interested in... I'm not interested in like a uh, capital A abuse. I think that like no matter mm -hmm. where the relationship yeah. goes, that is not a dynamic that I'm interested in exploring here uh, at this game. So uh, I want to just make that perfectly clear at the start of things. Do you have any lines or veils that you want to add to that? Uh, no, I don't need to add to that list at all. I think that list is uh, perfectly encapsulates exactly what I was thinking as well. Cool. Uh, well, then with that, let's get into the fun stuff. I think that what I'd like to do first is have us each go over because we both gathered up five things that we're both comfortable uh breaking i i 
uh, have uh, Jen Frank, producer of the show, went on a thrift store trip to the Philly AIDS thrift in Philadelphia uh, and bought some some random things. And uh, I think what I'd like to do is just one by one have us each go over the five things because that'll help us have our initial conversation of like who our characters are and where we are, when we are and what kind totally. of genre we're in. And then we can kind of start to fill out the scenes from there. So, uh, what is the first thing? What is the first object that you have for us today that you're going to be breaking? My first, my first object is a check for five dollars that I received from Wells Fargo, uh, in in re- recompense for uh, overpayment on my auto loan. I I appreciate that you have you have put your physically put your money where your mouth is and and placed a five dollar check. I appreciate that. I'm excited for this. Um, the first object that I have is uh a pair of reading glasses. They are these the uh, lovely pink reading glasses that I'm very excited to snap in half. Uh, I'm gonna try them on briefly. Uh, they are. I can't tell if too strong or not strong enough. I think they're not strong. They're not strong enough. They are comparatively- They're incorrect regardless. Yeah, they are not the correct prescription, and I'm excited to to snap them in half. What's next? What's next for you? Well, I also have a pair of glasses, and these were uh, these are also incorrect for my eyeballs. Um, it seemed as though my vision got worse and then got better at some point in my life. So I have these, and I have no use for them. That is fascinating. Um, I'm going from least weird to most weird. I have, uh, a ceramic coffee mug that says, does this ring make me look engaged? It says wow. it on both sides so that whether wow. you are left-handed or right-handed, everyone on all sides knows that you have recently gotten engaged. Okay. Uh, this here is a DVD of the feature film La La Land. <laughs> Uh, which, uh, is that uh, the Oscar-winning film La La Land? I suppose so. Um, uh, I believe it technically did not win. I think was it, wasn't that the movie where oh, they that incorrectly was the one where they made a mistake? Yes, <laughs> great. Mm, well, you know what else was a mistake? Me watching this. Great, love it. I do not enjoy this film. I have a ceramic apple. I don't know cool. what it is. It's great. just, a, and I believe it is hollow. Which uh, Jen Jen told me that she almost got a ceramic banana, but did not think it was hollow. So this is going to be easier to break. Okay. Uh, item number four for me uh, is this T-shirt that I got from a job that I truly hated, and I believe I'm probably blacklisted from if I'm uh, if if my interpretation of the the parting of ways was correct. <laughs> I have here. Uh, I'm just waiting which of these two items is, is, is stranger. This is, I have here a VHS tape of Rocky. Uh, <laughs> I'm very, very excited as a, as a, as a proud Philadelphian. I am excited to, to rep my beloved hometown and also smash a VHS tape of Rocky. <laughs> now, I'm so curious how that's going to break, Jeff. I'm sh- I, 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 I have figured out the best way to break it. Uh, it's going to be a two-part process, but we'll okay. get to it when we get there. Uh, last but not least, last last item on my list is a pipe that was once used for smoking marijuana. Uh, however, my uh, asthma has progressed to a point where uh, this is not a, a healthy or good idea for me to do anymore. I love it. Uh, my last one, uh, Jen, Jen found this, and I genuinely debated whether I wanted to break this or not, because... Uh, a, like, A, it is an old comic, and I was like, let me just do a quick value check, just to make sure that, like, no one is going to yell at me for destroying something <laughs> extremely valuable, but also, uh, the comic book itself 
is Leonard Nimoy's Primortals featuring concepts by Isaac Asimov, and it seems to involve some kind of a pterodactyl man. <laughs> um, wow. Okay. I, I, it, it was not written, it was based on a concept created by Leonard Nimoy and Isaac Asimov. It was not written by Leonard Nimoy, okay. despite his name on the, the... There's the rub. I was thinking at first, wow, that seems like quite an artifact, but um, it seems to be a fair bit removed. And also it is issue six. So like, I don't even oh, well. have the concept of the story leading up to this. I don't know how many more issues there were, uh, but I'm excited to, uh, to, to send this into the, into the shadow realm today. Uh, kind of nice to give these things a purpose, really. That's kind of how I'm feeling is I'm like a lot of these, like, I, I'm kind of excited to, 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 to bid these farewell. I think it's going to be nice. So we have our, we have our objects. So with all of that said, where do we think, what kind of genre setting time period are mm. we feeling from the things that we've pulled together? Is there anything that's, is there anything? Yeah, it is grounded. I think that we are like, I don't, I think we are ordinary people. Like, like we could like riff on things, but like a, a story of two ordinary people falling out of love is, is compelling to me. And with the objects that we have, I like the idea of them being at least somewhat literal. Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, it, I, I, there's nothing here that strikes me as like an outlandish or, or even really something that's separated from our own time. The only thing is that like Rocky's a bit of an older film and La La Land is a bit of a newer one. Um, so I feel like there is a, there is a chance here for this to be either um, to, to be more aligned with one of those two time periods than the other. So I have a, a pitch is formulated. All right. Based on like a lot of what we have that I think I'm very into. What if this is uh what if this is uh one of the last remaining video? What if like we are one of the last remaining video rental places? Oh, Jeff, that's so good. We have a comic book spinner rack. We have we have we have DVDs and VHSs for rent or for buy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And we mm -hmm. are at least one of us or if we maybe we are co-owners. Maybe we are. Maybe we are one of us is the owner. But like I I think that our our setting is like a a proper. And I like the idea you mentioned because because it is La La Land and it is like a modern film. The idea of it being a modern video rental place is incredibly interesting to me. Yeah. Have you ever actually been to the last blockbuster? I've never been to the last blockbuster. There is like a video store near Philadelphia that is one of the last proper video stores. And I have like driven by it, but I've never gone in. So like I've seen the, 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 the I've seen photos of the last blockbuster though. And it is a place that I would genuinely love to visit. We, we're men of a certain age, Jeff, and I think uh, the idea of co-owning, uh, playing these characters as co-owners of a, of a nearly defunct video store is really potent in a way that I love. That feels great. I, I'm so into that. That feels very um, good. Yeah. So um, I think that like the vibe that are we are we are we thinking big city or small town? Like what has what is because I think that's going to flavor like why the video store has been kept alive. Um, my gut reaction is small town, small town Um, video store feels great simply because I've, I've experienced big cities that have, you know, thriving 
uh, niche video store. That was kind of what I was thinking. Was like yeah. was like it. I think it was if we went big city, it was going to be that we were like a weird niche novelty shop. And if we went small town, it is well, this is the video store. This is where we mm-hmm. go for videos, and that is like uh, kept us going. There's a there's a there's like a dangling by a thread element that is very compelling to that. Yes. All right, so we've got our setting. We've got a loose idea of who our characters are, um, but we are we are the co-owners of a small town. Where? What do we do? We want to define a city, or is it just a small? Is it just a small town anywhere USA? I'm a bit of a rambler. I've been to many places. Um, I don't think I don't have a personal connection to anywhere. I um, that would make going, this really potent. I think I think generic Midwest feels good, mm, right? Yeah, like same. I think this is this is a this has a John Hughesian energy to it. Of course, yes. Shermer, Illinois. Yeah, I think that we are like small town Illinois. Um, and we are, we are the co-owners of like a struggling video store. Uh, and that's pretty much, I think that that gives us a good starting point, uh, for, for filling out our characters. How we're going to fill out our characters is we each have five index cards in front Mm -hmm. of us. We are going to define five things that we love about the other person, uh, across the table from us. They are our perspective on things. They are our perspective on things so that we can fill them in. They don't necessarily have to be true. You know, we can define things about the other person, but the other person has the freedom to be like, actually, that's not really true about me. And that'll be one mm-hmm. of the things that kind of colors. And the, the important thing is that over the next 10 scenes, uh, over the next between five and 10 scenes, we are going to become disenchanted with each of these uh, five things. So, um, and this will help us kind of define who our characters are a little bit as we kind sure. of name the things that we like, and then we can kind of give names and pronouns and like, uh, like final notes as we go. But I, I kind of like just kind of going like, I like these things about you. Yeah. We can then decide if they're real things or a perceived thing. And then that'll kind of let us fill in the characters. Sounds great to me. I love about your character. I'm going to throw out. Um, that I perceive you as having a love for this small town. Mm, okay. Uh, I think that one of the things that my character admires about yours is a, a commitment to um, good business sense and putting the business first. Um, I am going to throw out, I think that you have, I think that I see you as having... I'm going to not write and type at the same, or not write and talk at the same time. <laughs> I think that I see you as having a passion for pop culture. You are someone okay. that, like, that, like, uh, I perceive as lighting up uh, talking about movies and comics and things. Okay. Um, based on the mug, I'm drawing inspiration from that. I think that one of the things my character loves about yours is the sense of humor. Mm, and, I uh, like that. Um, I like that bad, a lot. Bad pun kind of sense of humor. I like that a lot. Um, I think I like how chill you are. Um, I like your wealth of knowledge and the way you demonstrate it. I love uh, just the first thing that popped into my head. I love what a social butterfly you are. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go inverted from that, and I, I'm gonna say that my character really loves how um, um, how insightful and thoughtful. Your character is, um, despite being kind of introverted. And I'm going to throw in, I'm going to look at my four cards and try to just pick the first thing that comes also to mind. A love for the small town, a passion for pop culture, you're chill, you're a social butterfly, 
I think I love, I love how much you love your car. <laughs> okay. And I love that you have big dreams. Love, that's great. The, hoof a loof. I, mm-hmm. So we're done? We're good? <laughs> I think that's it. Oh, this is gonna, this is gonna hurt. And I'm very, very excited. All right. So we've made our, we've made, uh, we've laid out what we love about the other person. Uh, do you have thoughts on a name and pronouns? Um, you know, I, I hadn't come up with a name yet. I am going to say I am Ted Winry and I have he, his pronouns. Okay. Um, I'm going to say I'm Ryan Locklear, like the famous actor Heather, uh, also using he, him pronouns. Love it. Love it. Love it. I, I picture, um, I picture Ted as an older partially because it's a video star partially just the, the the traits i think that i think ted is um an older like thoroughly gen x i think like came up in the like grew up in the in the 80s and 90s and like was kind of of that last generation of like really people that like were raised around the video store and mm. so like i and i i picture ted as wearing I picture Ted as wearing a tie every day to work. That's the detail <laughs> that I have, is that Ted is always, always wearing a tie. And boy, does that say a lot about that person as a character. Yeah, that's all I got. That's the only okay. clothing detail that I need to throw out, frankly. Well, then, by that token, I, I like that we're kind of, we didn't agree on this beforehand, listener. I like that we're building kind of an odd couple relationship here, um, kind of a very Felix and Oscar kind of thing going on, because what I was starting to think of for Ryan is that he's a... Um, he is kind of the last holdout of well, or or he is a younger guy who is uh, maybe an older millennial uh, who thinks that the early '90s was like the peak of culture. Um, and I love that is though he wasn't co- he wasn't cognizant during that period. He was still a uh, you know a very young child. Uh, he still looks upon it with a great deal of reverence and maybe clothes bedecks himself in the, in the trappings of that culture. So he's got a little bit of a grunge thing going on, wears a lot of plaid, um, hair messy. And, you know, uh, the, the beloved car is a, you know, let's say like a 92 Hyundai or something like that. Not glamorous, not totally destroyed either. I love that. I really, really love that a lot. Um, Okay, well then with that, we've created our characters, we've gone over safety stuff, we've laid out what we love about the other person, whether or not those <laughs> things are true about the other person. Um, f- now what we're going to do is actually play out some scenes and break some shit. Oh um, yeah, dude. Uh, so how this is going to work, we are going to play out between five and ten scenes. Um, we are going to uh, arrange your five traits in order of like least serious to most serious, the things that... You know, because you're going to become enchanted with them in a, in the order that you arrange them in, the things that you kind of want to become disenchanted with first, and then kind of build out from there. Um, I have arranged mine, um, and how this is going to work is we are going to put our first trait in front of us. Um, we are going to uh, pick an object, one of the ten objects that we have laid out, and then we will play out a scene. Uh, the person choosing the object will... Say something positive from their relationship using the words, remember when, and then the other player will serve a reminder, giving a twist or complication to that memory using the words, but you forgot about blank. Then we will play out a scene. 
Over the course of that scene, we will become disenchanted with the thing in front of us. Uh, it could just be that the person that, like, has introduced the scene becomes disenchanted with theirs. It could be that we both become disenchanted with ours at the same time. Sure. Um, but that scene will also be informed by the object that we have chosen. Uh, we'll play out that scene, however long or short that takes. Uh, and then at the end of it, we will... Uh, traditionally, the game requires that you burn the index card. Uh, we both live in apartments, and I don't want to set off a fire alarm. So we will tear the card in half, and then uh, break, and then ritually break the object by saying, I used to think blank, fill in the blank with the trait, and then break the object that is in front of us. Wonderful. So you'll say, uh, so I will say, I used to, I used to think I loved how much you loved your car, and then I will break a thing. So with that said, now that we've got the flow of the game, let's dive in. Uh, would you like to set the first scene or complicate the first scene? Um, may I compliment, complicate the first scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I will choose, um, I will ask, I'm going to choose, uh, I'm trying to decide. I think I'm going to choose one of the five objects that I've got just because I think it'll be easier. And that way I can also break the thing and not ask you to break <laughs> the thing. Um, I'm going to choose... The one that I'm most curious about how it's going to break, and that is uh, sometimes the play and the decisions are going to inform the story. So I'm going to choose this ceramic apple. Okay. I'm going to break this ceramic apple. Um, and I'm going to say, remember when, remember when we got that, we got that exclusive showing of like, a comedy that had just left theaters and we set it up and we ended up having a whole big party for, for you and me and our friends. Actually, wait, no, because I, I want to change this a little bit because my trait here in front of me is how much you love your car. Mm. And I've got this apple. Do you remember when we went apple picking? We took the long weekend and we went apple picking. Oh, but you forgot that we got stranded that weekend. Oh, uh, yeah, I think that's exactly what happens. And... I think the scene, I mean, I'm going forward immediately because I kind of want to see how your character sure, reacts to this. I think your car breaks down. I think that I think that we find our two characters on the side of a road along one of these big giant apple orchards. Uh, and the car is, you know, smoke is billowing from the hood of this 92 Hyundai. How are how is Ryan reacting to that? Um, I think that he is probably having a little bit of a meltdown not necessarily showing it or at least thinking that he's not showing it okay um i think um i think i think ted is immediately trying to comfort you it's like it's okay yeah. it's all good we can you know we can what the triple a is on its way there's really nothing we can do right now let's just let's go well, there are some trees right over here well, look, Ted, I mean, the, the thing is, we, we picked this particular orchard because it is so, you know, it's got the good reviews. We're miles from anywhere. I mean, AAA is great. Um, I, I love that you're a member of AAA and you've always got your card with you. That's, that's wonderful. Um, I didn't expect for the, I'm, I'm not set up to camp out here. Well, Ted. I, I mean, okay. Yeah, obviously like, but you know, there, that, that doesn't mean we we you know they'll be here in a few hours. That doesn't mean that we can't <laughs> a few hours. I yeah, mean, a few a few hours. Ryan, like, I think that's a that's a reasonable. Look, I I think here's what I, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Mm, we we picked mm. this weekend. We picked this weekend. Let's focus on having some fun. 
we're, we're here. There are apple trees among us. They might not be the fancy ones from the orchard, but like, I still think that we can, I still think that we can go, we can pick some apples. You know, I feel, th- I still think there's a, there's a great time to be had there. Right. Um, I mean, I guess, I guess there are some apples on those trees. I mean, they're not, there the, are some apples. They're not the night. They're not the fancy ones that we paid. Well, that sure, I, that sure. I paid and for, they but they don't have the, excuse me. I, I'm just saying I, I, I paid, I paid and I, I'm saying, I'm saying I paid and I'm saying I'm perfectly happy, like not getting those apples than getting these ones okay. instead. That's the All journey. Right. That's life. That's the story that sure. we're, that's the story that we're experiencing. And you know, they don't have the, um, maybe we don't have the, the press that turns it into cider here. Well, that we can, we can always, you know what? I'm just saying that uh, I'm just saying that that my birthday is coming up, and I'm willing to give myself a cider press uh, as a birthday gift. I think Ted is saying that fully, having no idea how complicated an item a cider <laughs> press is, partially because Jeff doesn't know how complicated mm-hmm. a cider press is. Well, okay, that's very, that's very. I admire your optimism in this moment. So, I think I can be convinced to have some fun here. All right. You know, you should get a AAA membership, though. Like, that's, you should, I know, I know, I know that we've had this conversation before, and I don't want to, like, have yeah. the conversation mm-hmm. again, but, mm-hmm. like, you know that you should get one, right? There, it's, it's, it's a nice thing to have. Uh, you know, better, to, better to have it and not need it, I guess. That's, than, that's, that's how, how I feel. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I know I, 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 I just, I, you know, I, I don't want you to get stranded, right? Like, I, I. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be so bold as to say I like you, and I'd rather you not get stranded in the woods next time. Well, I, I like you too, Ted. Thanks very much. That's um, that that's something. That- and I think uh, Ted picks an apple off a tree and kind of like playfully throws it, uh, like tosses it kind of underhand to Ryan. Like, come on, you're one behind, and gives you a little like flirty <laughs> wink. Sure, and that's enough to get him into it. I think. And I think that, I think that is, that to me feels like the end of the scene. Yeah, that's a scene. That's a good scene. Do you feel like you became disenchanted with your, with, with your trait? I think I did a little bit um, because, you know, it wasn't very funny. Uh, the, the trait that I listed as, as least important is I love your, your sense of humor. Um, and I just didn't feel it coming through. Um, and uh, I think, I think the, the added stress of the situation didn't help with that. Because I'm going to say I definitely became disenchanted uh, with how much you love your car. Mm, mm. I think that, like, it's a tiny little moment. It's one of those tiny little moments that, like, post-breakup is going to mean a lot more. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, you didn't, you didn't have, a, you didn't have like, a, a repair kit. You didn't have a spare. You didn't have a AAA membership. Like, I kind of thought that I, I, you, you had talked so lovingly about this car in previous conversations that I assumed you liked this car more than you did. Mm-hmm. 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 Which means that I am going to tear up this card, and I am going to break this apple. Which means uh, I am going to switch positions uh, for a moment. And now I'm about to hit this apple with a hammer. Let's see how this goes, Max. So I'm now so fucking nervous. Fuck. Uh. Fuck, that's really satisfying. (laughs) Shit. Oh, that thing shattered real nice. <laughs> All right. Um, I, and now I'm going to rip up this card. And that is the end of our first scene. Uh, if you would like, you may also uh, also tear up your card. 
Uh, well, if you truly so. feel like it's been disenchanted, if not, we can hold on to it for our next scene. No, it's gone. All right. I love it. Um, then why don't you uh, pick an object that is in front of you and we'll play out our next scene. Okay. The object I'm picking is the La La Land DVD. All right. Do you remember when we had to switch the uh, a large percentage of the store's rentals from VHS to DVD? I do, but you forget we had to do that last minute. It was it was mm. a we had uh forgotten to do it and virtually like overnight like we had like um we had to do it virtually overnight so it was an overnight shift. Mhm. Mhm. So it is uh it is like 2 a.m. in the video store. What's the first visual that comes to mind when you picture the video store? Um, I mean, I go right to Blockbuster with the the yellow walls and the, you know, the shoulder high uh, uh, shelves and then Mm -hmm. the big the big racks in the back that are like, uh, you know, metal and they've got the little shelves hanging off of them. Yep. I Um, think that we have uh, I think that we have uh, the big, big giant movie posters and they have mm -hmm. the frames on them with the little lights like at Mm -hmm, Planet mm -hmm. Hollywood. And I think that they are all for like old weird movies. Totally. So it is. It is two a.m. We are we are swapping out DVDs. Uh, how has uh, how has business been lately? Oh, I think it's been really bad, and that's why we have to switch to DVDs. Okay. Nobody has okay. VHSs anymore. Um. So then I think. Um. I think the the the. I don't think the mood has been I don't think the mood is great, but I think that Ted honestly Ted is probably Ted is probably pretty upset. Mm-hmm. I think upset about losing the VHS tapes. I think upset about I think upset about uh switching out to DVDs. And I think is like actively trying. What's Ryan? Can talk talk to me about where Ryan is emotionally and also like what physically he's doing in this moment. Okay, so he is uh, just grabbing racks of DVDs by the armful or, or VHSs by the armful to take them, uh, you know, over to wherever they're being put into into storage. Or uh, I imagine some of them are going to go into the like big sale bin. Um, just clearing racks off as as, as fast as he can. Uh, I think this is like. He's not married to the VHS as a format, but he is mm-hmm. very annoyed about having to do this uh, so late at night because here's the call I'm making. I think that it was Ted who procrastinated on this because of his okay. commitment to Sure. Yeah. I think to the format. I think yeah, I think low key this is this was Ted holding on to it and this is kind of him admitting at the very last maybe the uh maybe the the Radio Shack in town is closing and so like <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, it's being replaced by a Best Buy that, like, they are like, we're not selling VHS tapes. It's why would we sell VA? They don't why even would have we sell VHS VC- players? Why would we sell VCRs? Like, why yeah. is that a thing we would sell? So I think that, like, we're uh, the the Radio Shack was owned by a friend of ours that like stocked oh, yeah. VCRs for us, mm-hmm. and like we're kind of like, all right, well, this is then we have to do this now. And uh, briefly, I got a rule wrong, which means after this scene, I am going to ask you to do something, and also this scene, I am going to get to do something. Oh boy. We're both supposed to be picking an object at the start of our scenes. Oh, okay. Which obviously, I mean, there's no question the object that I'm grabbing, and that's a VHS tape of Rocky. Yeah. 
that's got to be what I've got in front of me. Well, you've got the VHS. I've got the DVD. It's it, exactly. it almost that right feels itself. perfect. That feels perfect. Um, so at this moment, I think Ted is like not cleaning and is just kind of staring at one <laughs> of these big, it's a poster of Rocky is staring at Truly. a Rocky poster, like kind of you know, slumping. He's got his tie, but it's, I think it's fully undone. Uh, and it's just kind of staring quietly at this, uh, at this poster. Well, okay. Well, Ryan walks by with his, uh, arm full of VHS and says, you're really taking your time there, bud. <sighs> yeah. I, uh, just kind of feel like a loser, you know? Well, I mean, Loser's a bit of a, cha- a charged word for this. I mean, I'm not particularly happy about how long it took us to come around here, but I'm glad we did come around. Yeah, but I feel like, you know, uh, TVDs, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a change in, it's going to be a change easy. in. It's less, yeah. less overhead, less space, uh, yeah, easier to organize, but- don't have to rewind, we can throw the rewinding machine out. Yeah, but like the movies are going to change, you know, we're going to get whatever... We're going to get whatever the mouse has put in the theater. We're not going to get. Oh, my God. <sighs> look, 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 look. And I think he like, grabs a VHS. Like, we're not going to get, uh, we're not going to get, like, uh, we're not going to get Drill Puncher 7. They're not going to put this on DVD. Ted, they barely put this on VHS. The Drill Puncher franchise has not been touched by a customer in well over three years at this point yeah but it but like it rules and you it's can cool keep that you can have that we're not we're not gonna sell it you can take that home if you want uh i would you watch it with me for like the fifth time yes i would all right then i'll keep it i uh starts grabbing tapes and starts uh packing things up and like is quietly just but it's like keeps coming back to this rocky poster and just staring Keeps kind of looking off in your direction. Keeps like is is. It, I think you are visibly doing a lot more of the work as he is kind of <laughs> yeah. visibly moping yeah. about this a little bit. You know, um, I've been thinking about the end of the movie Rocky, where he. You know, I don't remember the end of the movie Rocky. Help you don't remember the. There's got to be a lesson the- here, Ted, from Rocky well, that we can that we can apply to this. And I think he kind of like grumbles under his breath, like, you don't remember the end? All right, we're going to have to have a movie marathon, because frankly, because I, I appreciate that you did not say that he wins. I appreciate that you didn't say that he wins, because that would have, I'm not getting, we're not going to. We can't, uh, we can't turn this into a, all of this is a movie marathon. You know, some of these are going <laughs> to have to be sold so that we can get the cost back for the DVDs. Well, I mean, Rocky's probably going to get, that's, I, I think that he pauses and he goes, if there's a lesson here, it's that Rocky went to the limit. He didn't win, but <sighs> it takes a, it takes a tough guy to do something difficult, and this is a difficult choice we're making. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. I think like I think is is now like a little more invested, but I think that the that we close out the scene like with him just kind of grumbling and being like, "It's not a it's not a perfect resolution." Yeah, I agree. It. Drill Puncher's great. I don't. I wish that they made Drill Puncher eight. That was going to be, it's going to be good. And I think that is the end of our scene. Do you feel like you became disenchanted <laughs> yeah. with my trait oh, yeah. or with your trait? Oh, absolutely. Um, I was using the wealth of knowledge and how you show it because uh, I just think this is. 
a silly thing for a smart guy to be hung up on. I love that. I really, really love that. I think Ted is unfortunately, this is also, (laughs) what I like about this is also falling out of love with the character that I created, as I slowly kind of see the, (laughs) the terrible things about them. I think Ted is genuinely like, you didn't know the end of Rocky? <laughs> he's like, that kind of I th- guy. I think he's exactly that kind of guy that like the second that you said that was like, ew, how do you, ew? Because <laughs> I had your passion for pop culture and I think that. So, uh, Max, here's where I got something wrong earlier and I need yeah. something extra from you. Okay. Uh, you're going to break two objects right now. Oh my, okay, that's fine. You're going to pick, pick an object for last scene sure. and break it and then we'll both break our objects for this scene. I think it is wonderfully thematically appropriate that I brought this uh, this auto loan check because I'm definitely going to break that for the car scene. And it's gone. And uh, of course, I'm breaking the La La Land DVD. Yeah. Oh, that had a good noise. That went a lot faster than I thought it would, too. I thought I was going to have to really bend that thing. All right. I'm breaking this. I'm breaking this Rocky VHS. Godspeed. Oh, that hammer did nothing. (laughs) Oh, now it's popping. Okay. And that's half of it. That's it smashed with a hammer. Now we're going to get an extra piece of audio. We're going to crack this back. Come on. And we are just going to pull this tape. There we go. Oh, yeah. That's... Oh, fuck. That <laughs> felt good. And fuck it. Rip the box. And I rip up the card. And we move on to our next scene. Oh, I know the exact object I want to pull for this scene. Do you have an object in mind? Uh, n- no, I don't. I am pulling my comic book copy of Leonard Nimoy's uh, Primordials because the trait that I have is what a social butterfly you are. So I know exactly the scene that I'm going to set, or at least the first half of it. So why don't, if, I, if you want, I can even say remember when, and then you can look at your objects and decide. Go for it. I think great. it's, we hosted, I think we hosted a little bit. We hosted a, I think, remember when we hosted a mini convention in the store, like a little mini comic book convention? Okay. Um. I am going to choose the uh, marijuana pipe and say, yeah, well, you what you don't remember is that I got so sick of all your friends being around that I had to be high out of my mind for it. Fuck. That's great. Uh, so I will now ask you, I want you to visualize the blockbuster in your head. How has sure. it changed to accommodate like a comic book? A, like, 30-person comic book mini convention mm. meetup mm. event. What okay, is one so, thing that has changed? Uh, I am seeing, I think there is, uh, I think a lot of the shelving that is, like, freestanding has been pushed around, though not necessarily in a way that actually ends up creating much more floor space. It just sort of defines lanes a little better. Um, and the, the rub here is that you still can't have to like get on your toes to like see across the store to what's going on in different spots. And also like you're bumping into people 
all the time because the store is built to hold like a dozen people at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think um, I think there is added to that there is a table in the back for a signing of uh, uh, a signing of uh, of. I'm just uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a little bit. Uh, it is a signing for Blood Diesel Ocean Blades, which is a comic book about an alternate world where uh, it is a water world situation where everyone mm. has uh, jet skis. Um, there's a Great. there is a Blood Diesel Ocean Blades signing in the back. Uh, the writer and artist are back there. Um, they are they look profoundly bored. They do not look like they they want to be here. <laughs> They severely under or overestimated the the engagement that they could draw from this event. I I think I think it's half that and half that like we just paid them an appearance fee up front, so they're like fuck it, the check cleared. It does the rest of it does yep. not matter. Um, and exactly like you said, um, these are these are my friends. So I think Ted is Ted is not wearing uh the tie today or the dress shirt. Oh wow. And is wearing a is wearing a uh, is wearing an Ocean Blades T-shirt, uh, and is like walking around, is kind of den mothering the entire room, kind of bumping between people, going, "Are you good? Are you good? We've got we've got snacks in the coolers. Do you want a soda? Do you want to? Do you want some chips?" And is like checking in with every single person to be like, uh, "Hey, what you reading? What you reading? That is such a great like is 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 doing everything." Mm. And I think that by that same token, if Ted's doing everything, Ryan's doing none of this work. Uh, uh, because also he's stoned out of his mind and is not really and is trying to uh, distance himself a bit from the goings on. I think. Uh, so where do we find where is where does where does Ted find Ryan? Um, I think Ted finds Ryan actually in the back room, maybe reading a comic book of his own. That is, oh, I think Ted like even bursts more, in. Like, what are you reading? What are you reading? I gotta know everything. Uh, well, um, I'm reading. Uh, I got the latest. Uh, and he 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 looks at the cover. I got the latest uh, Deadpool. Um, oh, classic, classic. Kinda. Listen, let, I've, there's there there. Have you seen? Have you seen the Deadpool cosplayer? Yeah, I've I've had more than enough of that guy. I, 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 okay, but like, did you get a picture with the Deadpool cosplayer? Did, did you smell the Deadpool cosplayer? Yeah, but did you get a picture? Come on, like, I, look, you're gonna, look, I, I really don't know about that. I really just don't I know. know I that mean, I just, I know that next week, I know that next week you are gonna, you are gonna think to yourself, I didn't get a picture. I was reading the comic back there. I, I, I'm just saying, I feel like Ted, you're gonna regret that. Ted, these are your friends, okay? I, I, I'm really glad that you thought it would be that that you wanted me to be here, and um, I, I am having fun. I just I'm not having fun with these people. Yeah, but I mean, like, admit, like, it's also you know, it's also good for business if we're kind of around. Like, I'm selling snacks. I'm selling single issues. I I think you're I, selling enough snacks for both of us. To be I honest, I just yeah, I I just I kind of figured. No, forget it. It's not. It's not important. It. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's that's what you always say when it is important, but you've decided that I that I'm too difficult. Well, I mean you're being a I didn't little want to difficult. say anything because I just I, I I know you're having fun. I don't want to ruin your night. Um so you're I'm being just gonna, a little di- you're being a little difficult right now. There. I'm that's I, I'm sure. just saying okay. you're not wrong that I think you're being difficult. 
Okay, I will take that, and I think I'm just going to call it a night early. Oh, don't don't do that. Cause no, we, don't worry you about know, it. It's okay. We're gonna we're gonna be showing cartoons. Don't I don't I don't want you to leave. <sighs> well, Ted, to be completely honest with you, I don't want to be here. So okay, I'm. I think you were having a great time, and I don't want I don't want me to be the thing that's causing you not to have a good time. So I'm gonna take my vibes, and and you can have your vibes. All right. Okay. I don't think this I mean, needs to be a whole thing. So I'm it's I already, will... it's already happening, but it's fine. Yeah, okay. okay. That's fine. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Goodbye, it's fine. Ted. No, it's good goodbye. Have a great night. Do you want me to pick up takeout later? Uh you know what? I'll grab something on my way home. Okay. Um if you stop by Chinese, grab me um fuck, I don't know, dumplings. Whatever. You know sure. what I like. Yeah, yeah. Got it. <sighs> and I think I think it like slumps down in the back of the chair. Like in the same chair that Ryan was sitting in, and is like, ah, fuck. All right, and like comes back out, and like is now visibly like standing behind the signing table, and like not quite being the same kind of uh, the same kind of uh, checking in with everybody that he was before he had that conversation. Ooh, damn, proof brutal. Uh, I definitely feel like I, I uh, became disenchanted with what oh, a social yeah. butterfly you are. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, he was the opposite in this scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I've seen that side of you before. Like, I think that we've had hangouts with friends where you've been much more jovial. And I think that I just assumed that translated to any scenario as opposed to there mm-hmm. being scenarios where that is painfully not going to translate. Yeah, and I think that that Ryan's very disenchanted with ted's insightfulness because he really just kind of wanted to be left alone and not Mm -hmm. be like not have this persona seen through um just it it hurt a little bit to to see to see ted like cutting to the core in that way yeah absolutely so i am going to tear up this card and i'm going to tear up this uh i i'm so sorry uh leonard nimoy and also isaac asimov (laughs) As well as Christopher Mills. Uh, I don't know the rest of these. I don't know any of these people, and I don't necessarily want to apologize to them if they're assholes. So I'm just going to apologize to Leonard Nimoy and Isaac Asimov. I, I think their careers will survive this. And here we go. Oh, that, that ripped good. Does it feel a bit wrong? A little bit. A little bit. A little bit raw. Well, I used to be a very heavy marijuana user, so this is going to actually be somewhat therapeutic for me, I think. Yeah. The deed is done. The deed is the deed is done. So, oh, um, there's some lovely waveforms on that. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm. I'm excited to edit this episode. It's going to be real good. Uh, so what is your... So we each have two cards in front of us. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what is going to happen? We've each... We've each... We've played through three scenes. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm now going to... Uh, I'm going to find my phone. It's over there. Uh, so what's going to happen now is we are each going to a private... Actually... I'm, I'm going to ask you to pop open Notepad. Got it. Or a writing implement of your choice. This is going to be the best way to do this on a podcast. We are going to reflect. Let me read exactly the text to figure out, to tell us what we are reflecting. 
because we are going to leave a reminder. Three cards have been burned. We are going to pause from playing out scenes in order to relish in the early stages of our relationship. Mm. We are going to leave a little reminder for the future of what was. We will create a fictional voicemail message left from your character to the other. The best way to do this is to... uh, So uh, traditionally how we would do this is we would take a tape recorder and we would uh, leave each other voicemails and play those messages at the end of the, the game. So what we'll do instead is we're going to write each other a little voicemail note from when things were good between us. Uh, now that we've gotten to know our characters and we got a picture of what the relationship was like when it was good, uh, we'll write each other a little message and then we will read those messages to each other at the end of the game. All right, we've got our voicemails written. We will read these to each other at the end of the game from when things were good. Uh, and now how we're going to play out the the uh, the last little bit of the game. Uh, we have two cards each left in front of us. We will um, play out our next scene, uh, depending on how that goes, um, when when one of us has one object left. So when we're down to our final object and our final card, that is when we will have our breakup conversation. That is uh, when we will that is when we will uh, play out our final conversation. We will come disenchanted with the last trait that is in front of us. And we will uh, leave never to speak to each other again. It will be the end of our relationship proper. With that said, it is time for our next scene. Um, I set the last scene. So would you like to pick an object and give us our first, uh, give us our first scene prompt? Can you, can you remind me what you have left? I have uh, the objects that I have left are a mug that says, does this ring make me look engaged? (laughs) And... Oh, and a pair of reading glasses. I was okay. like, where did they go? I, I had them in front of me. Okay. So we have not verbally defined this relationship as one that is romantic on, mm-hmm. the, on the show. I would like to go ahead and codify that. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I think that I'm drawing from the mug. Okay. And I'm making a hard choice here. And feel free to tell me if, 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 if you don't think this is an appropriate thing for us to do. I think Ryan is a little embarrassed about uh, embarrassed to be seen with Ted. And I don't know whether it's a like, I don't know whether it's like a self-hating thing or whether it's just he finds Ted a little embarrassing, even at the best of times as a person. But I think that that he dragged his feet about, um, about publicly acknowledging the relationship. I really love that. I think that the one, um, the one, uh, like safety lever that I want to pull a little bit is like, I would rather it be more of a, I'd rather it be more of an interpersonal thing and less of a, less of a, less of a a self-hating homophobia thing. Like I'd, like I'd rather it be rooted just in Ted is kind of an, Ted is kind of an awkward dork and less in, less in a societal kind of sense. Okay. That makes perfect sense to me anyway. But with, and with the mug, I feel like Ted is being, uh, especially, especially loud and ostentatious with, Hey, we're engaged. Yeah. I also, I want to throw out the detail that we've been engaged for like a decently long while. Sure. It's a long, because I think that the, I think that the, I think that the, the 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 tensions of I think the tensions of like when are we going to pull the trigger are in the air. Okay. Maybe even tying into um so I guess what do you what do you want the first prompt to be? Cuz I think there's something there's something that maybe I want to pitch related to the card that's in front of me. Okay. If we're talking well, the card, go ahead. Yeah, let me hear your pitch. The card that's in front of me is how chill you are. 
Okay. So I think that like it doesn't necessarily have to be like the active setting of the scene, but I sure. think uh nothing reveals how chill or unchill someone is quite like wedding planning season. Okay. Do you remember when we tried to hire a wedding planner? But you forget that uh you forget that you uh you forget that you blew up at the wedding planner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I think we're in the aftermath of that. Yeah, I think that we are uh we are in the car. The Hyundai has been repaired. Okay. I don't think Ted has a car. I think I don't I think I just flat out don't have a car. Cool with that? Uh I think we're in the Hyundai. Do you think this wedding planner was local or did we have to drive for them? Local. So then I think that where we are is sitting cuz if it was if it was a ways we would have been driving down the highway silently. Yes. I think local, we are sitting in the parking lot. <laughs> yep. Cuz it is like a 4 minute drive back. Mhm. And this is probably someone they know also. Oh yeah. This is um yeah, this is a this is a friend of a friend. I I this is somebody that like it's a small enough town that like they shop at the store. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> So, um, I'm sorry. I appreciate that. Thank I you. Guess I guess I'll say that. Um, you know, it's just, it's, I've got a lot on my mind right now. Um, the, I, uh, I, believe me, I get it. I completely understand. Sure, it sure. is, it is, I mean, this is, there's a reason that we want the wedding planner, right? It's because this is a lot. It's, we know that. I just think that. You know, right now the store is in kind of a bad place. We've had to, we, we just made the switch over to digital. Um, it's, it's the, the convention was not a big success. I know this, you know, this. So, you know, there's a lot going on that we really, I don't think we've considered fully. I, I know that. I know, I know, I know, I know. But, but there's a, but yes, of course I knew there's, there's a, but. well, yeah, because it is our wedding. You know, I just don't, I, I don't understand why it has to be, I mean, I'm, tre I'm treading old ground here. We've had this conversation before, but, but, but really I'm thinking, you know, there's, there's a time and a place for something that requires this much planning, right? And two guys who run a video store in Shermer, Illinois. And I know that like, I, I've, and I think like starts to tear up a little bit, like, yeah, but like, when am I going to have that moment? Otherwise, we're two guys that run a video store in Shermer, Illinois. Like, everything else in my life has been Shermer, Illinois. Okay, that's not fair because I, you are a smart guy and you can go anywhere you want, and you have the yeah. business sense that I know that you could succeed at this no matter where you were. Yeah, but I don't want to succeed. It. I don't want to succeed. It. I don't want to succeed. I. 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 I well, what do you want, Ted? I want to feel, I want to feel like a prince for one night. Like, I like being here. I just, I would like a night where, you know, we get to feel glitzy and glamoury. Like, I don't want to leave, but I do want to, you know, jazz it up a little. Well, what if I do want to leave? Why would you want to leave? Like, why on earth would you want to leave? I mean, are you kidding? We've got the, the biggest thing in town is the Radio Shack. Well, and it's I going mean, it on. Was. 
Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. It was It's a Best Buy now, and so we're kind of losing the local flavor here is not exactly... <sighs> no, I, I hear you. I just... I hear you. I really do. I just... I just... I... I don't know. I, I really thought... You'd really... You really want... You really don't want to hang around... Like, you really... <laughs> Do you, like, hold on, I need to ask you, I'm so sorry for, th- I need to ask you this. All right. I'm, 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 I'm rolling my eyes saying the words, and forgive me, I, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna dunk on me, you're gonna make fun of me for it, and, like, I am giving you permission. I'm giving you one dunk. I'm giving you one. Let's make that clear. When I ask that, would you not see yourself here in five years? In ten years, or whatever you want to define as the future? I know it's a corny question. I've been, I've been looking into some options. Oh, that kind of thought there was going to be a dunk. That's actually way worse. Hey, I um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get out of the car. I have to go to the store and, uh- well, I guess cancel. I guess cancel Mary's account she was pretty emphatic about that okay so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go do that and um i guess i'll see you at home just okay well just give me a call if you want to ride all right yeah i'll give you i'll give you a call if i if i I might just i might just walk though i could probably use the the air all right cool all right well i'm gonna go grab a second object real quick (laughs) (laughs) well i guess it's these glasses um I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in the added detail of uh, Gary wears glasses sometimes, but they're sitting on your dashboard, and like you know that he needs them to like fiddle with the the machines, especially like account stuff. Mm. And they are sitting mm-hmm. on your dashboard, and he has like left them, and you're like, well, he's not gonna go update like a, an account because he can't yeah. even do it without his glasses. Cause uh, fuck, you destroyed both of these cards. Cause I had how how chill you are, but also your love for this small town. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna rip. I guess I'm breaking two things right now, and I guess I'm ripping both of these up. Well, I'm gonna rip up. Uh, I love that you have big dreams, because it seems like Ted's a little bit more of a uh, a simple man. Here we go. Let's break. Let's break some glasses. Oh, these glasses are like super plastic. I really thought they were going to snap. <laughs> oh my god, I really thought these glasses were going to snap. There we go. All right, they've at least folded. There we go. I'll break glass. I'll break the glasses I brought too for thematic uh duality. One good whack with the hammer. Nothing. These are unbreakable glasses. <laughs> I'm freaked out of how strong and durable these glasses are. Uh, I guess that's a selling point if you're using them for the for the actual thing. Look, if you need if you need glasses, uh, I don't know the brand of these because they're not on the frames, but these glasses are great. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. I can at least pop out the lenses for full. uh, They're now fully unusable. That'll have to do. And now, uh, well, fuck! I gotta smash this mug. (laughs) 
All right. The mug is broken. It's almost a shame that there's not a video recording associated with this. There is. Uh, you'll have to live with the audio, but like, and there will be photos, but like, fuck, that is a big pile of ruined objects that is <laughs> like, kind of like, it's a, it is a viscerally weird feeling, but it's also like deeply satisfying and oh, like, sure. It's this kind of beautiful, beautiful sadness, and it's kind of a little transgressive looking at all the shit that I just broke. It's kind of cool. How often do you get to purposefully break an object that Just, you like, own? smash it. Just, yeah. like, smash a thing. It it feels it feels transgressive is the word that I would use, and I'm kind of, I'm here, I'm here for it. Here, here. All right. And so those are all my, those are all my five objects, and thus uh, both of my other traits, which means- uh, it's now time for our final scene. It's time okay. for our breakup conversation. You have the final trait and you have the final object. Um, well, okay. So I've got the, I've got the shirt from the old job that he could, that I can never go back to. And I've got the final trait that is, I love your commitment to the business. So I think this is, I think what's happened here is, uh, Ryan has already made plans, packed a bag and everything and, uh, is, is about, is on his way out the door. Mm-hmm. This is the last. Uh, this is the last time that we are meeting. This is our final conversation. I think maybe um, this is then Ryan giving the keys to the, giving his copy of the keys to the store back to Ted and uh, to immediately. I think to to throw gas on the fire immediately as you arrive. Um, as you arrive, I think you are, you're about to walk in. There is a, there is like, um, somebody walking next to you and they have a, uh, they have a sign for video world or whatever, like the last kind of remaining chain is. Maybe it's a full law. Maybe it's a blockbuster sign. Maybe it's, maybe it's for peak ominous, like it's not going to get better. (laughs) Like they're bringing in a blockbuster sign. And like you pass by them as I'm standing behind the, I'm standing behind the register, like waiting. And like, I did not think that you were going to show up at the same time. Okay. Uh, so Ted walks in here, the dingle of the door and passes the blockbuster employee on the way out. I mean, I was, I was only coming by to drop off my keys. Um, and I want to keep this. I don't, I don't know. I don't, this is hard. I want to keep this short, but are you selling this place? Selling no, franchising yes. Uh, look, it's not my business anymore. Um, you were, you were, you were right. No, after we had the talk, you know, you said you said what you said about the business, and mm-hmm. we were in the car. Mm-hmm. I, I listened. This is going to be an infusion of revenue that's going to, it's going to help. I think, probably. Who can say? Well, I mean, I was never that big of a help around the store, so. You were the only reason that that I that it. I mean, we would have we would have closed Don't, and not franchised. Come on, but come on, that's that's really not fair. No, for you I'm, to say that right now. I'm not. That's. I'm not. I'm not trying to say that for a purpose. I'm trying to say that because because this is the talk. Like this is the talk. You know, the talk. The talk. <sighs> yeah, the one I've always kind of. I guess I've always kind of tried to tried to avoid. And like. It's it's a little unfair of me to be having the talk with you at this moment when you're mm-hmm. handing off the keys. Like I see that. I know that that's fucked up and I need to note that. But like yeah, just 
I don't know, hanging it. You know, you where the fuck they hang it where every blockbuster. Sorry, it. Yeah, like I know, but like, I would feel like a real horse's ass if I let you walk out and didn't at least say that, you know. And um, I would feel like a real horse's ass if I walked out of here and I didn't say that. I really think you have what it takes to do this on your own. And I wouldn't be, I mean, I, I literally would not be doing this if I didn't feel that way. Yeah. I, because as much as this got difficult on the personal side, it's the best job I've ever had. And I, I know that's, that's kind of, that might, that must be cold comfort given the circumstances. But I think that it, even though this wasn't right for me, there is a specialness to this place that I trust you to uphold. I appreciate hearing that. I I hope that the name change is going to help. Who knows if it will. I know I'm not going to like it as much not having you around. I enjoyed I enjoyed being engaged to you like that's I don't know is that I don't you got to forgive me. I've never had I'm, this conversation you know, before. I, I as much as I just, it's hard to, it's hard to know what to say to something like that. Um, it's, it's, I'm it's not, hard I'm not to, angry. I'm not upset, but, um, it's hard to know what to say in this conversation. I mean, generally, yeah. Which is a shame because it never used to be that hard. Yeah. No, it really didn't. All right. Well, here, I'm going to put everything aside. We're going to put the personal stuff aside and I'm going to say, you're going to do great. And I'm going to say the same thing to you. And I, I really believe that. And as an as a parting gift to a great employee, I got you. I got, I've got something for you. Come on. I. This is strictly as uh, this is strictly employee to, to employee to to boss. There's this is, uh, and I think he hands you like <laughs> it's a plastic bag. It's not glamorous. <laughs> it is seven VHS tapes. And uh, what am I supposed to watch these on, Ted? I don't know. Fucking get a V. Get. Oh my god! You are. Are you really trying to grift me in no, our final I'm sorry. conversation? I'm sorry. I, you, I just thought it would be. I thought it would. I thought it would lighten things up a little bit. You, I, I recognize. I'm sorry. You have my VCR. You know that. I'm letting you. I'm. I. I was going to just tastefully let you have let you have it in your boxes, and then you would have the VHSs, and you'd go, hmm, "I'm looking for something to watch, maybe something bloody and violent, but also like epic and cool, and like you know, like the kind of movie you're not supposed to be allowed to watch." And you're gonna be like, "Oh, a drill puncher," and then you're gonna look, and you're gonna have all the movies, and you're gonna have a VCR. That was all part of the plan, Ryan. Fuck. Anyway, I gave you the VCR and also okay. all the tapes. Well, th- th- thank you. It's fine. It no, really. I mean, I mean it. Thank you. And enjoy. For them. Real. Give them a give them a good home. We'll always have drill puncher seven. Drill puncher seven. I gotta go make sure these guys don't fuck up the store. I, if there's there's no one better for that particular job than you, Ted Winry. All right. Well, Ryan Locklear, like the actress, go do whatever you got to do. You're fired. That's all I needed. That's all I ever wanted to hear from you, Ted. Get out of here. Hey! Don't, you keep, that, that is an original print poster of Rambo. Do not fuck that up. He means that. Don't right. mess with the Rambo poster. I fired the last guy that fucked with it. And I think that's it. Yeah, I, I think, think that's, that's it too. That's, that's where we parted ways.
Here's me ripping a shirt for the first time on purpose. Fuck. Yeah, good. Dude. Damn, that's a good noise. Oh, shit. And to be honest with you, I don't think I'm disillusioned with this with this characteristic that I've written huh. down here, which is the commitment okay. to the business. I think that that is the thing that um, that Ryan's going to hold on to as a good memory. I like, think uh, yeah. it's 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 against it's against the rules of the game, but it's the right fit for the story. So I am perfectly <laughs> okay with it. Um, and that is uh, just shy of game. We have we have walked. Uh, we have ended our relationship. We uh, the very last thing we are going to do is uh, play each other some voicemails. Um, would you like to read your voicemail to me, or would you like yes. me to go first? I'll go ahead. Go for it. Hey, big guy. Picked up the rewind machine from Casey at the world's last Radio Shack. She said, don't worry about the fee right now, because she knows you're good for it. Um, thanks for covering for me, by the way. Um, I'll, uh, I'll pick up dumplings on the way home. See you soon. Fuck. Uh, all right, I'll read mine. Um, hey, babe, running a few minutes late for the movie. Uh, if you come by to pick me up, just head inside. I hope you're excited. Gary at the theater was so pumped when he found a, a print of Girl Puncher 4. I think we're going to have a great time. I'm thinking Thai for dinner. Are you cool with that? My treat? Let me know. Also good with pizza or whatever. Love ya. Fuck. What a cool game, Jeff. Ah, this game's beautiful. I'm blown away by what a good experience this was. Um, yeah. Um, listener, I don't know if this is coming through. I was pretty nervous, to be completely honest with you, going into this, because uh, the secret I'll let you in on, listener, is that Jeff and I don't really know each other super well. We're, no, this, we, <laughs> this is like the longest conversation we've this ever is had. Easily the longest conversation we've had. Um, and so the idea of jumping headfirst into a game about ending a relationship with someone who I don't know very well. Um, I knew I was in good hands. Uh, I guess I didn't know how good of hands I was in. Well, it was a pleasure. Uh, this was beautiful. Uh, let's do a little bit of a post-game debrief. How are we feeling? Uh, you feeling good? I'm feeling great. I th I, I had feel, a ton of fun with that. And I feel I think very was, emotional, but I feel good. There's something perverse about having so much fun playing a game that is illustrative of what could end up being the worst moments in a person's life. Yeah. It's there's, there's kind of a, it's like a, it, it, it feels very similar to smashing an engagement wedding mug with a hammer. <laughs> yeah. Like there's a it, perverse fun, even though you know, you're doing something. Yeah. Icky. It feels like I'm getting away with something. It feels a little bit uh, messy, but kind of kicks ass. Um, I will ask a uh, highlight of the game. Um, I think, the most fun thing for me was when we the 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 actual ending scene ended up being a lot warmer and yeah. more hopeful than I thought it was going to be when we first started playing. Yeah. Um, yeah and yeah, I like yeah. that we created characters who didn't like blow up at each other. That was that felt really nice. It kind of felt like like we watched kind of the relationship crumble, but like it never felt it, it felt that kind of made it hurt more in a way oh, that yeah. like was really cathartic was like yeah. We were both people that were genuinely trying our best. I think the scene in the car was was fuck. Boy, that was tough. That was tough. That, that was, was literally intense. difficult to role play, and that as was well as brutal. being like emotionally difficult. That was brutal. Um, also, fucking, I, I feel like a broke. I feel like a broken record, but like smashing things with a hammer, fucking rules. What a lovely match uh, between. A physical action that feels good and cathartic yeah. and an, and a like emotional 
interpersonal action that feels very strained and difficult. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read a quote from the from the back of the, the the game book because I love one of the the quotes about the game. It comes from Alex Roberts, friend of the show, creator of Starcross and Further Queen. Stories about romance ought to be visceral, tangible, and embodied, especially when they are about the finality of loss. Also, breaking stuff feels good. Ah, God damn, I am extremely pleased with this. This was great. Max, thank you so much for coming on the show and playing this Jeff, with me. This fucking ruled. Jeff, I can't thank you enough for inviting me to take part in this. It, it feels like we've done something truly special today. I think so. I'm pretty happy with it. Um, so real quick before we wrap up, where can people find you and your work online? I am on Twitter at Max Newland underscore. So that's my name, Max Newland, with an underscore at the end of it. And uh, my show, After School Anime Club, is on Twitter at Anime Club Pod. Whew, I am feeling good. I am happy with this recording, Max. Thank you again for doing this. This kicked ass. Uh, and for now, I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Cool beans. Take a future, me. Thanks, past me. And thanks again, Max. That... Wow, that like that was such a beautiful story that we told and the experience was so special and like I was just awestruck listening to it how much I loved this episode and playing it and experiencing it and then also the finished thing of what we made. This is this is something special and I really really appreciate it. Be sure to check out After School Anime Club and follow all of the things that Max is working on at maxnewland.com. Be sure to head to bit.ly/brokengame capital B capital G for your own copy of Broken, a tragic romance game for two players. Be sure to check the show notes for information about all of that good stuff and be sure to follow Max on Twitter at maxnewland_ underscore. Then while you're on Twitter, follow us at Party of One Pod. Like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash partyofonepodcast. Join our Discord community and talk to us about the episode at bit.ly slash partyofonediscord. Then if you want to support the show, uh, head to patreon.com slash jeffstormer, ko-fi.com slash jeffstormer, or bit.ly slash partyofonemerch to pick up a Party of One t-shirt like the one that I am wearing as I read these words on a microphone. After you've done all of those things, or if you'd like to support the show without spending any money, you can tell a friend about the show. You can give us some love on social media. You can leave us a nice review anywhere that podcasts take reviews, which I'm pretty sure is just about everywhere. And if you're looking for another lovely podcast to listen to, check out All My Fantasy Children. It is a character creation, storytelling, and world-building podcast on the OneShot Podcast Network in which every week, my best friend Aaron Catano Saez and I take a listener-submitted prompt, we spin it into an original fantasy character, and we populate a shared universe one story at a time. New episodes drop every Friday-ish at OneShotPodcast.com. Party of One is produced and edited, as always, by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Megaran, featuring the D&D Sluggers, and the Party of One logo is by Evan Rowland. If you'd like to inquire about advertising rates, coming onto the show as a guest, or about press coverage of the show, email me at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. And... I believe that is all we do here, so until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance, and as always, party on, everybody. Party on, everybody.